0: I'm actually excited right now, and I want to explain why. Every investor just got the same news yesterday, that Jerome Powell is raising interest rates by 75 basis points. The news pundits now are coming to the same realization, that interest rates are forecasted to be higher for longer, which puts downward pressure on the markets. In fact, this is a pretty substantial adjustment from just a month ago. Before yesterday, the median official expected interest rate by the end of the year, was somewhere between 3.25% and 3.5%. This is what we were expecting before yesterday, and now DronePal has raised these expectations up to 4.4% and 4.6% almost an entire percentage increase from one meeting to the next. So interest rates are going higher for longer than expected, which is causing a lot of investors to panic. That not only is the Fed expecting interest rates to go higher for longer, but they're also expecting inflation to take longer to go down. For example, with our update just yesterday, Jerome Powell and the Fed are now predicting that inflation will go down to 2.1%, which is their goal in 2025. That's right. 2025. No longer is this just a one-year thing. So interest rates are going higher than expected, Inflation is around longer than expected. Quantitative tightening is going to need to happen more aggressively than expected. Unemployment rate is ticking up, and now it's going to tick up higher than expected. We also have the two-year treasury spiking, far above what expectations were. It's now at 4.1%. At the beginning of this year, it wasn't even at 1%. This is a massive spike in a short amount of time. The 10-year shows the same trend, going up unexpectedly high. And even the longer duration, 30-year treasury, is now up to 3.6% nearly doubling just this year. The real estate market is now in disarray as the 30-year fixed mortgage has gone from 2.6% in 2021 to now above 6%. We're looking at 6.2% mortgages here. This brings us all the way back to 2008 to find anything comparable. The monthly payment for a home has gone up 50% In a year and a half so this fed meeting yesterday was very impactful it had a lot of implications on different aspects of the economy that investors are currently trying to dig through and make sense of the culmination of this the conclusion that most investors are reaching is that most of these things aren't good that's the simple conclusion most of these are negative catalysts so if most of this is bad news then why am i excited about this well, I promise it's not because I love bad news. I don't like to just watch the world burn like the Joker. That's not where my thought process comes from. In my most recent video, I went over these possible negative catalysts and how they can put immense downward pressure on equity prices. I use the number 25%. There's no way of knowing exactly how far the market will fall. There's really no way of determining that. This was a prediction by Greg Jensen that basically there's a decent chance that the market can fall 25%. And what we're seeing is that based off of yesterday's meeting... It looks like this. Three of them are currently checked off. With interest rates going up and the Fed unloading their balance sheet, it's becoming more costly to get capital. Trying to get a loan for a home today is much more expensive than it was a year and a half ago. Number two is also firmly checked off. Reality has set in that inflation is is more stubborn, and it's gonna take more work from the Fed to bring down. We know that because now they've pushed back the 2% inflation goal all the way to 2025. Number three has also been checked off. The Fed is tightening longer than expected, and that so-called easing the pivot in six to nine months, at least right now, it doesn't look like it's gonna be happening. So knowing what we know now, after yesterday's meeting, we have three of the five boxes here checked off, and there's one big question mark that remains. It's number four. Profits and growth estimates get revised downwards. That is the ultimate negative catalyst left to happen in this market. This is the weakening of the economy. They're gonna bring down inflation, but they're gonna bring down the economy with inflation. And when you bring down the economy, profits and growth estimates are going to get revised downward. Now, this again is a question mark. We have earnings season right around the corner, and we're going to see how this really works. Last earnings, there was the same predictions that earnings season was going to be really bad, that all these companies are going to give negative forecasts and lowered guidance, and we didn't really see that. The S&P 500 had 62% of the companies in it report positive earnings that beat their estimates. My portfolio, the invested capital that I had, had 77%. This is what it looked like. More of the boxes were green, more of them beat their revenue estimates, EPS, and they gave strong forecasts. But we're going into another earnings season. If these companies start to change their tone, if they say that the consumer's weaker, that we're going into tougher time, and we see more of these boxes change from green to pink, that'll be bad news for the market. It is very difficult to see the market go upwards when earnings and profit estimates get moved downwards. Maybe it could happen, but it's just unlikely. And if number four is another checkmark, then we probably have further declines ahead. So this all brings us back to the question of why I'm excited about what Jerome Powell says. And this all has to do with mentality. And I think this is the most important part of investing. Everyone has access to the same news. Nothing I showed you is exclusive to you and me, but the most important thing is the way that you interpret this news and the way that you use it. A lot of investors look at the past month They see their portfolios going down and they view this as a very negative thing. I'm down $31,000 in the past 30 days. That's 8.43%. Most investors look at this and they just think it's a bad thing. Your stock prices are going down. You're losing money. But is that the right mentality to have? One of the biggest differentiators I see between great investors, legendary investors, is that they always look at market declines as a positive thing. Their mentality is very different from average investors. Let's talk a little bit about the fact that the market's down almost 800 points this morning. Yeah. Concern for you? Well, no, that's good for us, actually. I mean, we're a net buyer of stocks over time. And uh, just like being a net buyer of food, I expect to buy food the rest of my life. and I hope that food goes down in price tomorrow. So when stocks are down, uh, you know, uh, we're going we're gonna to be buying on balance and... and who wouldn't rather buy it uh, you know, at a lower price than a higher price? Buffett's almost flummoxed by the question, perplexed by it. Why would people be upset that stocks are going down in price that they're going to be buying for the rest of their life? Why is this a concern? Buffett has good mentality. That's what's led to part of his superior returns. He does not get fearful and afraid and nervous when his stocks go down in price. He uses it as opportunities to buy more. And he finds it frankly confusing why so many people have a difficulty grasping this concept. People are really strange on that. I mean, they uh, because most people, most most of your listeners are savers, and that means they'll be net buyers and they should want the stock market to go down. They should want to buy at a lower price. But, uh, but they got that feeling that they just feel better when stocks are going up. Even though our logical mind wants stocks to go down because we can get them at a better deal, the emotional part of our brain is saying it's a bad thing. So when many viewers look at this list, they will immediately interpret it as a bearish list. Bad news, doomsday, things are going bad for you and me. The stock market might drop another 25%. That is the wrong interpretation of this news. That's the wrong mentality to have. When I highlight that the market's gonna go down 20 or 25%, This is an estimate, a prediction that would be good for the majority of listeners, of viewers, if this happened. Google's well aware of your age and where you live and they share a little bit of that demographic info with me as analytics for my YouTube channel. When I look at the analytics, the majority of viewers here, the majority of this community is firmly within the accumulation age. We should be buying assets every single month. In our case, it's a good thing when asset prices go down. So I'm not here to be the bearer of bad news. In fact, quite the opposite, I share good news. The good news is that everyone else, all the investors around are so stressed about the federal funds rate. They're so stressed about unemployment. They're so stressed about the economy that in many cases, they'll make stupid decisions and sell out of great companies making them undervalued for value investors like us. And I plan to take full advantage of that. I already have significant holdings in Apple and Microsoft, which I believe right now both of them are undervalued. And even if you're not a dividend investor, I think that Google and Meta are getting to incredibly low valuations and you can throw in Amazon there as well. Big tech across the board, in my opinion, look very attractive right now. If they trade down any further, I'll probably even be picking up a bigger position in these companies. And the restaurant. Category, I've built up Texas Roadhouse during the sell off to a huge size. The company's now a $35,000 position. And this is a company that I feel very good about having in the portfolio. They have no leverage, no debt. The company's operating with a lot of efficiency. They pay a healthy dividend and they're doing a buyback. So I don't mind owning a lot of Texas Roadhouse and having a lot of exposure to it. Recession or not, this company is going to be around for the long haul. And Starbucks is another company that I've been so impressed with their reinvention plan that I decided to make this a bigger holding. I took all my domino shares and threw them in Starbucks, increasing my position size to get more and more exposure to this company. I think it's undervalued. I think their reinvention plan is going to work. They're making their stores more efficient. They're making communication better with their employees. They're increasing their sales year over year, they're expected to grow earnings per share by 15 to 20% per year, and they're expected to open up thousands of stores per year. So this is a company that I think will do really well over the next three years, come recession and bad news or not. And if either of these companies trade down, I'll be accumulating more shares. In the consumer category, I've been building up many of these holdings. Costco is one of my biggest and my favorite company in my portfolio. I've considered this company to be one of the best ones in the world, and they just recently had their earnings report. They beat on the top line and the bottom line, beating both revenue and earnings estimates as per usual. This company is solid as it gets. Investors are selling out right now around 3% today, which I consider an opportunity This company's getting closer to my buy range. I want to be accumulating shares at around 450 per share. And after hours it's around 470. So I might start biting at this company a little bit, but if it trades down below 450, I'm gonna be increasing my stake. I've also been buying more Church and Dwight, more Pepsi more Nike, as all of these companies trade down, I'm increasing greater and greater share count. SCHD is an incredibly high quality dividend paying ETF that has now a 3.6% starting dividend yield. That's pretty good. That's right there with the two-year treasuries. And the difference between two-year treasuries and something like SCHD as these actually increase their dividend payment year over year. So while treasuries are just the same throughout the entire duration of them, SCHD will pay you more and more every year as these companies grow their earnings. So I'm gonna be increasing my holding size in SCHD, especially as it continues to sell off. In aggregate, like Warren Buffett said, I'm a net buyer. I am accumulating shares of all of these companies. I'm trying to increase my passive income as much as possible. It works to my benefit to have the stock prices go down. So while most investors in the market are scurrying around and fearful about the Fed news, fearful about the economy, fearful about the unemployment rate, fearful about the mortgage rate, if you're one of the investors, one of the few that can keep your mentality in check. If you can stay objective and look at this as an opportunity, this will be a huge benefit to you over the next 10 years. That's all for this episode. I'll see you in the next one.